It's the Real Roots Radio podcast, on-demand content highlighting the best information and entertainment from the Real Roots Radio team. Let's check in with Brett the Vet of Veterinary Associates to hear more about some of his adventures with our four-legged friends. Here's Roy Hatfield. Set time once again, time for Ask Brett the Vet, where we join with our good friend, Dr. Brett Ellis of Veterinary Associates, and their Xenia location open to serve you. Dr. Ellis joins us every Thursday at 930. If you've got a question about your pet, get those into me and I'll ask them for you as we're going to do today. But first of all, Doc, how are you this morning? Well, I am excellent. Uh, had another another good week and it appears like uh, fall is approaching. And uh, good good time to, to be outside working and, and also not a bad time to be inside working with some of these great uh, dogs and cats we get to see on a regular basis. You can leave the windows open all day and all night and give the air conditioning and uh, the heat a bit of a rest. And, uh, yeah, this, this is pretty good right here. Yeah, we, we like this. Is, you know, people always wonder why, why we live in Ohio. Like, you know, what, what does Ohio have? You know what we don't have? We don't have forest fires and we don't have hurricanes. <laughs> there you go. So that's why. Yeah, God bless those poor folks. We don't have hurricanes. I'm praying we, for them. Yeah, yeah, we don't have forest fires. And we have about two weeks of this kind of weather yeah. before it gets butt cold. So That's right. That's so you right. better and enjoy it while it lasts. Get out and enjoy it. Exactly. Oh, I had an update on my uh, my friend Arnaldo Mungie's horse, uh, uh, Finnick. The, the fierce, the one-eyed horse that was supposed to race at the Derby. Yes, sir. Well, it turned out he scratched him the the night before the race. Um, he had a sore left front foot, and um, you know probably could have ran. He wasn't real lame, but it was something new, and he decided that it was not worth it. And uh, hopefully, we're going to see Finnick the Fierce in the uh, Preakness coming up. Mm, well, that'd so be pretty he, cool. Yeah. So he, he's still uh, eligible for that. And as long as that foot works itself out, you know, it could have been something simple as an abscess. But when you have a horse going, you know, 40 miles an hour, uh, a, a sore foot can, can cause them to uh, shift weight to other places. And, and, you know, is that why we see these traumatic breakdown injuries on, on the thoroughbreds and, uh, too frequently at the racetrack? So, uh, you know, Dr. Mongi did the right thing. Um, missed out on a lifetime experience, but, you know what? His horse is going to live to run another day, and, and uh, I think that's the most important thing and a great lesson. That's all we can do, just live to fight another day in these crazy days in which we live. Yeah, so. Fierce. Watch him for the, for the pre- we'll, we'll right. keep you posted. Yeah, that. yeah. We'll uh, we'll let folks know as we get a little closer to that race. I, I have no clue. When do they even run the Preakness now? It's coming up. Well, they, you know, it's usually a couple of weeks after the uh, Derby. Right. It's coming up here in the next couple of weeks. So. Right. Okay. So we'll, we'll keep an eye out for that. Yeah. I was going to say, it's hard to keep straight. I mean, if you're a sports fan, what, yeah. what you've got baseball, you've got NBA playoffs, you've got football, college football. I mean, you've got everything going right now. Right. And the Big Ten's even coming back. And the Big Ten is even coming back. God bless them for that. Yeah. Michigan thought they were going to get off a year of losing. <laughs> uh, now, now, the question is, will they play, you know, like when the first schedule came out, I think they were going to play very early uh, in that schedule. So now will, oh, it go okay. back to, now will it go back to the last game or will yeah. it be, you know. Well, you got to have something to look forward to. I mean, it's not going to be much of a season. So yeah. I think that'd be, 
I hope so. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. It, it should be fun. We should know here pretty soon. Uh, Doc, I've actually got three questions in the hopper right. for you today, so yeah, we, we appreciate the folks uh, uh, helping us out with those. Uh, one question is uh, about a Yorkie. Uh, it's got some pretty itchy feet. Uh, they're not seeing any fleas, and it only goes out uh, to pee. Doesn't spend a whole lot of time outside, right. uh, so they're wondering, um, you know, what uh, what could be some causes, and what could they do here? Okay, so that's we, we talked about that actually last last week, I believe the uh, uh, the injectable that works uh, very well for these dogs with uh, an environmental allergy. Um, that could be one solution. That cyto point. Um, it depends on how severe it is, whether you need to do that. Sometimes it's just because of all the ragweed pollen and, and molds and whatever they're allergic to that falls on the grass. Um, you know, that, that stuff stays on their feet. And so it causes a local irritation in their feet that uh, makes them inflamed, itchy. And then they lick it, and then that breaks down the skin barrier, and then it makes them more susceptible. So they go out, and, you know do their business that they're picking up that pollen every time so sometimes uh, the cheapest thing you can do is uh, wipe their feet off every time they come in um you know sometimes we just use like a baby wipe uh uh, unscented you know non uh medicated baby wipe just to get the pollen off their feet um uh can can go a long way now of course it depends on how long they've been licking their feet and if there's like an infection present sometimes they get uh, yeast infections in their feet and their toe bit, uh, toenails. So wiping alone may not uh, uh, treat it, but it would be a good way to prevent it if it needs a treatment like uh, an antibiotic, an antifungal, or, or some type of uh, medicated wipe that you may need to get from your vet. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's most likely where that's coming from. Uh, fleas, you're typically going to see them on their... Uh, uh, you may not see fleas, but they can still be there. So if there's any bumps around their tail or their neck, uh, that indicates they are getting bit by fleas. So um, uh, that's something else to, to look out for because if you're not treating them and they're itchy, you know, if you go to a dermatologist, they're going to tell you they need to be on a flea treatment because even a, a one flea bite, flea bite can set a, a allergic animal off. But uh, this sounds mostly like an environmental allergy, and, and sometimes just local therapy can work very well if that's the only cause. So a big thank you to that uh, lady for the uh, question. Now, uh, you said non-medicated baby wipes. Do you have to worry if they overly lick their paws after you wipe them with a baby wipe, or should they be okay? Well, yes. That's why you just want to use those all-natural baby wipes. Uh, uh, there, there's not much on them that's uh, a concern. It's just a, an easy, convenient thing that you can throw away after you wipe their feet off when they come inside. So, you know, uh, soap and water and a washcloth would work just as well. Okay. As long as, you, as long as you rinse the soap off. Right. Okay. So uh, another question about a Maltese uh, that has um, tear stains, and mm. uh, these folks have tried everything. They've yeah. even used something called Angel Eyes, and uh, well, they, they said that it hasn't worked, so they're wondering if you have any other ideas. Well, and the reason Angel Eyes doesn't work anymore is because uh, when they did the... Uh, um, with the uh, feed grade antibiotics, uh, those are now gone. So what, what was in Angel Eyes when it worked was uh, oxytetracycline, and uh, they are concerned about that causing um, bacterial resistance in people. Uh, 
so that was removed from from the market and what what's left is is uh you know something that may help sometimes uh but usually not i've not seen angel eyes work very often anymore um sometimes they actually have you know tear ducts that are plugged um and uh so the staining um just keeps coming because uh, their tears keep running down their their face and not down the corner of the eyeball where the tear duct is. Uh, and those are a challenge, but sometimes uh, your veterinarian may recommend some antibiotics for a short period of time, and then you can get it cleared up and then stay on top of it with that angel eyes. Uh, another thing we found is that if you're feeding something like pedigree or kibbles and bits, you know, there's uh, uh, food coloring in some of those foods. And, uh, you know, that's what always concerns me is why, why are they putting food coloring in the food? The dog's not going to see that anyway. Uh, the food coloring is there for us <laughs> to feel, feel good about what we're feeding our dogs because it looks good. Um, and, and the food coloring seems to go along with the eye state. We've had several dogs that have uh, improved their diet, and uh, that's helped. Um, and uh, sometimes, too, uh, probiotics. Uh, you would, uh, the dog specific probiotics have, have helped, um, clear that up too. So that would be another thing that you can look at as a probiotic, uh, you know, and, uh, talk to your veterinarian, whether there's, uh, uh, an antibiotic indicated. So it kind of depends on how severe it is. But yeah. That's why angel eyes doesn't work anymore. And, and, uh, food, um, probiotic and, uh, sometimes some antibiotics to, to get ahead of it. And then you try to maintain it with either that angel eyes or uh, after after things are cleared up, that angel eyes may work, but you got to get it cleared up first. All right. Well, big thank you to that lady for checking in. And we have uh, one more question for you. Uh, this is about uh, some feral kittens that were uh, dropped off by a mama. Uh, it's two boys and a girl. And the uh, female feral kitten is about five months old. So the concern is, uh, when might this kitten want to have kittens of her own? Well, about any time. So usually six months is when they're going to start coming into heat. Um, of course, that can vary a little bit, but usually you want to get the, the females done before six months of age or at you know six months of age is the latest. So they're going to start coming into heat, and um, you're going to have a hard time catching them once they do because they're going to go out uh, looking to, to take care of that problem that they've, they've just... Uh, encountered in their life that, uh, they, they need to get bread. So they, they will do that. And, uh, uh so yeah, uh, as soon as you can, uh, get it in and, and have it safe. Wow. That's hard to believe that they, uh, would be looking to, to start, uh, that process, shall we say so early in life. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They're, uh, they're a proliferative bunch. Ha! Huh. Well, we yeah. learned something new every day, so uh, the doc uh, coming through for us again. A big thank you to everybody who checked in with questions today. We love yeah, those on Ask Brett the Vet. And uh, don't forget, if you've got a question, if you think of it through the week, just shoot me an email at Roy at RealRootsRadio.com or give me a call here at the station, 937-374-3636 or one 9444 And I will write it down and ask Brett the Vet every Thursday at 930 as we uh, surmise all things. Things, uh, through the animal kingdom on the Get Up and Go show on Real Roots Radio. Well, Doc, it uh, looks like we've got the uh, questions knocked out today. I appreciate that. Uh, maybe yeah. next week, instead of uh, kittens, we'll talk uh, puppies, and uh, you've yeah, got some stuff like on uh, trading them. Yeah, yeah, we can uh, talk about 
what we've learned from training our puppy and what we've been taught from others about different ways to handle that. And uh, uh, we also have the uh, Little Brown Jug is uh, going off next week up at uh, the Delaware County Fair. Uh, that's the uh, that's like the uh, Kentucky Derby of uh, harness racing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's no fair. Uh, there's just the race, and I don't believe there's spectators. Um, so, uh, but my... Uh, Dr. John will be there. Uh, I forget how many years this is now. He's gone there probably like 30-some years in a row. And uh, so he's going to be there doing the uh, Lasix for the races and, and checking on the horses, making sure everybody's okay. And uh, so they're, they're going to do it. Uh, uh, and uh, that's, a, that's a nice thing to be able to keep that long-standing race continuing and, and on the, the third Thursday in September. So yeah, didn't even change anything. So that's, that's exciting. We're looking forward to that. So we will uh, recap all that next week on Ask Brett the Vet at 9.30 on a Thursday morning. Doc, uh, appreciate it as always, and uh, get out there and enjoy this good weather. Sure will. You guys do the same. It's, uh, like you said, we got about two weeks this, so <laughs> get out there and enjoy it. Before it's too late. Thanks, brother. Thank you, guys. Take care. Our roots run deep. Serving the Miami Valley of Ohio for over two decades, we are Real Roots Radio.